happen in a year. For me, it's been new therapies for my oldest child, graduating from two of UCLA's professional programs, and moving the family from Colorado to Ohio to be closer to the rest of our family. It's been a big year and I achieved exactly what I set out to achieve, which was to make life better for me and my family. It wasn't all easy, but something that got us through the hard times and the easy times was a good sense of humor. Humor really is medicinal. When long-distance house hunting became a drag, we'd pull up our favorite, most outrageous Zillow finds and have a little chuckle. When we stepped into our new house to discover the basement had flooded, Noah's Ark's jokes abounded. There's nothing a little humor can't fix, not even my mother-in-law's politics. Or yours, for that matter. Humor really is medicinal. The scriptures even encourage it. Just look at the Beatitudes. Jesus was even known to get a little snarky on occasion. Check Luke 13, 31 to 33 to see for yourself. Humor is medicinal precisely because it asks us to be humble and not take ourselves too seriously. Frat trad bro favorite G.K. Chesterton, say that 10 times fast. Frat trad bro, frat trad bro, frat trad bro favorite, frat trad bro favorite. Woo! Anyway, G.K. Chesterton famously said, Angels can fly because they can take themselves lightly. And that's how we should be too. Now here at Up Too Late, we don't take anything too seriously, least of all ourselves. That's why I'm going to tell you my most embarrassing moment. I was in 10th grade and, at the homecoming dance, made out with my date on the dance floor. My friends all made fun of me for it in band on Monday, to the point where I hid under the xylophone. I know, can you believe it? I was in band! Welcome to the show. In honor of my oldest child, tonight's drink of the day is chocolate milk. She's much smarter than I was at her age. Not once has she asked if chocolate milk comes from brown cows. Pinky's out. There's been a lot happening in Catholic circles. President Joe Biden passed a controversial student loan debt relief. Actor Shia LaBeouf has become Catholic apparently although he hasn't yet repented of his sexual misconduct allegations, and the infamous for covering up clerical sexual abuse against minors, Archbishop Weakland has died. From elsewhere across the Catholic sphere, a former Vatican spokesperson said that Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI is ready to meet the Lord. Well, he's 95. I hope he's been preparing for some time. One thing is for certain. B-16 is a beautiful living memento mori. Now this is exciting. St. Peter's house is believed to have been found on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. How cool. Time to compose a sea shanty of St. Peter. Soon may St. Peter come with keys to open the gates of gold. One day when life is done, we'll take our leave and go. 
And finally, a real headline at the National Catholic Reporter. Yoga Barbie does not teach us true diversity. Basically, because Barbie is white, thin, able-bodied, and female, she doesn't show diversity. So really, it's the same old criticisms, just downward-facing dog. Some people could really use a few more sun salutations in their life. This week's dramatic reading of scripture comes to us from the Gospel according to St. Matthew, chapter 5, verses 1 through 12, the Beatitudes. When he, Jesus, saw the crowds, he went up to the mountain, and after he had sat down, his disciples came to him. He began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Best start giving away your possessions. Blessed are they who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the land. We keep trying to sell the, but the politicians on this one. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be satisfied. I wonder what those taste like. Chicken? Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Every chance I get, I will remind you that God's greatest attribute is his mercy. Blessed are the clean of heart, for they will see God. If only it were as simple as a little bleach. (laughs) Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are they who are persecuted for the sake of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when they insult you and persecute you and utter every kind of evil against you falsely because of me. This does not include those who just think they're being persecuted, only actual persecution here. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward will be great in heaven. Thus they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You know, like throwing them into wells and things like that. The end. Now for a new segment, Punk Rock Patristics. In this segment, we'll take a peek at how a Catholic went against the authority and status quo of the time to more fully bring about the kingdom of God on earth. To kick things off, we're talking about the king himself, Jesus Christ. Jesus is famous for flipping tables and giving attitude to the Pharisees. Indiana Jones got all his moves from Jesus. But Jesus also rebuked his own followers. Not a great strategy for winning friends and influencing people, but it seemed to have worked for him. I wouldn't recommend it for you, though. Most punk rock of all, Jesus beat the devil at his own game by rising from the dead. Hardcore. Now, if there's someone you'd like to see featured in this segment, tweet me at Teresa Zoe using the hashtag punk rock. I now give you the top 10 Catholic podcasts you should be listening to. This list is in no way exhaustive, so please don't hate me. (laughs) At number 10 is any of the Ave Explorers series. They've got ones on different liturgical seasons, saints, and even mental health. Give them a listen. Coming in at number 9 is Permission to Pursue by my friend, which is why it made the list, Nepotism is Alive and Well, Jeanette Pasqua. 
Jeanette talks with a different woman every week about how they found time, resources, and support to pursue their passions at every stage of life. This is a great motivational podcast, much better than the prosperity gospel. Coming in at number eight is Tea with Tolkien, another friend of mine. Not, and I mean, like, she's my friend, but that's not the only reason she made the list this time. Um, it's not necessarily a solely Catholic podcast, um, although it doesn't shy away from Tolkien's faith, but Caitlin runs an amazing look at the works of Tolkien and the influence they can have on our lives. If you want to be a real hobbit, this is where you need to start. Shaved feet are optional. At number seven is Folk Phenomenology by Sam Rocha. Rocha, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Sam, I love you. Sam's a bit of a polarizing figure, but his talks with a wide variety of people with different backgrounds makes for a much richer faith experience. When I think of the melting pot that America is supposedly is, this is what I think of. At number six is St. Dymphna's Playbook. Short, snappy, and full of wisdom, this look at mental health in the Catholic experience can't be beat. It's also a Grexley podcast, like Up Too Late, so you know it's extra good. Coming in at number five is Forte Catholic. Truly, they make Catholicism fun again, and we all know that humor is medicinal. At number four is the Gloria Purvis podcast. Being black and Catholic isn't always easy, but Gloria looks at it with grace and imparts her wisdom to us. Wisdom, be attentive. To round out our top three, we have The Catechism in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz. This is his brand new podcast coming up. Plenty of you, aka me, could use some brush-ups on what the catechism actually teaches. So take a listen to this one. So at number two is Father Mike Schmidt's The Bible in a Year. This is a fantastic, easy-to-listen-to podcast that takes you through the Bible story by story. No silly voices, though. That's its only downside. You have to come here for that. And finally, at number one is Catholic Stuff You Should Know, because just like its title says, you should know this stuff. And that's your top 10. If you disagree with me and have another podcast you think should have made this list, tweet it at me and we'll get another list going, okay? There's so many good Catholic podcasts out there. Let's not uninclude anybody, disinclude, whatever. I make up my own words. I was an English major. That gives me license. It shows, doesn't it, that I was an English major. Anyway. Tonight's weird saint of the week is Saint Pelagia. Pelagia was initially an openly sinful woman and was known to dress gaudily. After hearing the sermon of a bishop, though, she repented and was baptized. Then the devil himself came to complain. The devil got up out of hell and came to complain about St. Pelagia becoming Catholic. How rad is that? It's also really weird. I mean, how many times does the devil get up and come into your life? Not very often. And <laughs> thank God, <laughs> I would not want the devil up in my stuff. <laughs> Let Pelagia handle it. And you know what? She did. She drove the devil off twice, not once, but twice by making the sign of the cross and breathing on him. She must have had really bad breath. 
I wonder, I wonder if like garlic works on the devil, like it's supposed to work against vampires, because that's kind of one and the same, vampires and the devil. I don't know. St. Pelagia, show us some revelation here. What would, did your breath smell like? Asking the tough questions on Up Too Late. What did St. Pelagia's breath smell like that drove the devil off? Anyway, after this, Pelagia gave away all of her possessions and freed her slaves. She then disguised herself as a man and lived a life of extreme asceticism on the Mount of Olives. It wasn't discovered that the holy hermit up there was a woman until her death and pilgrims flocked from all over to venerate her. We celebrate St. Pelagia coming up on October 8th. Thank you for rejoining me for another episode of Up Too Late. This is a Grexley podcast. Check out this one and more at grexley.com. You can always find me on Twitter at Teresa Zoe or on Instagram and Facebook at Teresa Zoe Williams. Check out TeresaZoeWilliams.com, keeping it nice and simple and, and coherent here. Consistent. There we go. We're keeping it with words here. Check out TeresaZoeWilliams.com to keep up with what's happening in my world, if I ever remember to update it. So there's that. If you like this show and you like what I do, please, please, please consider becoming becoming a Zoe Astrian at patreon.com slash Teresa Zoe. God bless and keep you. Sleep well and have sweet dreams. May your guardian angel be close at hand and Mama Mary wrap you in her mantle. Go to sleep!